Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Positive tests are spiraling in the United States. Hydroxychloroquine, according to a study published online this week by the International Journal of Infectious Diseases, shows coronavirus patients treated with Hydroxychloroquine within the last or first two days of admission to hospital experienced a reduced death rate. Now, other studies didn't find a benefit, and U.S. federal health officials withdrew the drug's authorization for emergency use. Joining us on the program to speak to this issue is uh, Peter Pitts, former commissioner of the United States Food and Drug Administration, president of the Center for Medicine in the Public Interest, and visiting professor at the University of Paris School of Medicine. Professor Pitts, thank you very much uh, for, for the time. What do, you, what do you believe is causing this significant spike in COVID-19 infections in the United States? Well, I, I think it's pretty clear that the spike in infections match almost completely with a, a broader opening of our economy and a... Uh, disregard for smart social distancing, wearing of masks, and the personal hygiene. It's within our uh, power to defeat it. Uh, we've been uh, slack, and we're seeing the negative results. Also, obviously, uh, the summer brings more people out to bars and beaches, and the social protests also add to the increase in social distancing. So you know, lots of things totally predictable leading us to a bad place. The glimmer of good hope is that we are able to treat those hospitalized much more effectively. Our death rates continue to go down. So if we can get our act together, of course, all of this, you know, prior to a vaccine coming in the market, we can succeed. But if we ignore reality and smart science, uh, we're going to lose control of the situation. Hydroxychloroquine has been a very controversial uh, issue. Uh, and, uh, and in the last few days, the Henry Ford Health System study of some 2,541 people released, uh, I think it was on Thursday, which makes the case that hydroxychloroquine, if properly and early enough prescribed, can cut the death rate of adult COVID-19 patients by 50%. What do you make of that? Uh, it's it's good news. And, of course, if you have to uh, kind of clarify that the plural of anecdote isn't data. And early on in the discussion of hydroxychloroquine, we were dealing with real anecdotal uh, situations, uh, and people want to have hope. So people, I think... You know, we're overly optimistic. The the real solid science data that we're seeing now out of uh, other places, but most recently the Henry Ford Center uh, in Detroit, is that for those patients hospitalized, so it's important to note that, one, this is about patients who are already in hospital suffering serious manifestations, that, you know, early uh, use of hydrochloroquine uh, really does significantly reduce uh, the, uh, the deaths of some of these patients. So, again, crucial in treating those most at risk. So we're learning, one, something we already suspected, which is early uh, use of the drug is when it's most effective. And secondly, the study out of Henry Ford Center is giving us some concepts as to the uh, initial dosing amount. So that's important as well. So all in all, good news, early data, but positive. Patients with uh, underlying heart health issues also battling COVID-19 were not given the hydrochloroquine. Uh, and uh, that's been raised with and by some researchers arguing the decision would affect the results in the study. 
you know, there are various ways to do studies, retrospective analyses. There are randomized, uh, double-blind clinical studies. And a lot of people are saying, well, it's not the highest standard. It's not the gold standard. Thanks for joining us. We'll begin with this COVID-19. Randomized studies going on. We'll get those studies uh, later rather than sooner. But what's happening out of the Henry Ford Center is the same thing that's happening out of Oxford and their studies of hydroxychloroquine and also dexamethasone, which is that we're seeing what's happening in real time with, with real-world evidence. And dealing with a, a pandemic, uh, we can't be uh, too, too precious. We have to do the studies. We've got, to, we've got to get the science and share the data. But we also have to focus on saving patients' lives. It's crucial. And when it comes to people with underlying heart care conditions, I know you're one, Roy. I'm, I'm, an, I'm another one. The data is, is not in dispute. That drug should not be given to patients with underlying heart conditions. So anybody that's complaining that we're not giving these people hydroxychloroquine, uh, they're simply not dealing with the reality of the pandemic. Yeah. Professor Pitts, the FDA, the Food and Drug Administration, you were the commissioner there, revoked emergency use authorization for the use of hydroxychloroquine following those earlier studies, which did not support the view that the anti-malarial was an effective COVID-19 countermeasure. So what is the FDA's role and the revocation of the emergency use authorization for hydro, uh, hydroxychloroquine didn't really change very much, did it? Doctors may still use the drug, but it may make patients more risk-averse. Well, firstly, let me correct. I was associate commissioner, but thank you for the promotion. My, my parents would be very You're proud. more than welcome. Uh, um, even though the FDA withdrew its emergency use authorization, which basically you know, kind of gave a little bit more momentum for use in hospital, the drug is still on the market, and doctors at their discretion can still use drugs, this drug, for their patients as, as they see fit. But again, I think that it's good to be cautious. You know, you don't want to rush to judgment here either way, and people shouldn't be using the drug prophylactically to help prevent uh, COVID-19. There's no data at all, at least not yet, to see if that's plausible. There's a large study going out in Oxford right now recruiting 40,000 healthcare professionals to see whether, COVID, to see whether hydroxychloroquine can be used as a prophylactic against COVID-19. We have no data yet, but it's going on. So we'll know more as time goes on. But going forward, I think it's important to recognize whether it's the U.S. or Canada or really any place that this drug is available. The data is interesting. Doctors need to make their best uh, therapeutic decisions based on the available data, not on any type of political pressure or anecdotal circumstances. Professor Pitts, what do you do at the Center for Medicine in the Public Interest? What's the... uh... What's the, uh, the, 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 I mean, what do you, what do you do? What do you undertake at the center? Well, we, we focus a lot on how to uh, use uh, 21st century regulatory science that also includes clinical trial design to get uh, drugs to market quicker and to patients quicker. You know, uh, more modern use of uh, real world evidence, you know, keeping the patient's voice engaged in the process, a lot of transparency issues as well, but mostly making sure uh, that government regulators become allies uh, rather than sea anchors to innovation. Well, I appreciate your time. The Henry Ford Health System study of those 2,541 people, very interesting, and it seems to put hydro hydroxychloroquine back in play, at least uh, under certain conditions, under specific conditions, and we'll see where this, uh, this goes. Professor Pitts, have a great day. Thanks again. Thank you very much. Stay safe and stay sane. Yes, sir. You too. Professor Peter Pitts of the Center for Medicine and the Public Interest. Sometimes you do start to question just how how efficiently uh, you're working with all of this news that is permeating throughout our various media and uh, and information systems. If you want to hear more. 
Subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend. 